Hey, uh, this is uh, Aaron Rhodes, and you're listening to the Shuttlecock Podcast. Uh, I'm here this week with uh, Ivy Roots. We decided to do a little ASMR intro. How are you doing, Ivy? I'm doing pretty good, thank you. Oh, that's, that's very good to hear. Yeah. Oh, we've got some, some, hot, some hot tea going. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and we're, we're sponsored by the Vinyl Underground at 7th Heaven, offering new news vinyl at 76 and Truce in Kansas City, Missouri. Thanks for being on the show today. How are you doing? I'm good. Thanks for having me. Of course. Um, so I guess a good place to start usually is where are you originally from? Are you from uh, Kansas City originally? Yeah, I'm born and raised in Kansas City. Um, I grew up in Kansas City, Kansas, mm-hmm. Wyandotte County. So, yeah. Yeah, and uh, where, where did you end up like going to school and everything? Um, so I graduated from Wyandotte High School and I attended Kansas City, Kansas Community College. And um, so w- w- were you studying, like, any type of stuff that plays into your music, or is yeah. it all? Um, so I studied audio engineering for a few semesters. Um, yeah, and I just kind of wanted to learn more about production and audio, and so. Mm. Has that kind of, um, like, I'm, I'm sure it's been handy, like, in your own work and everything, but do you kind of end up using that knowledge like out like do you end up producing for other people or like getting work outside of your own stuff for that um yeah so um I've produced for a couple of artists um that haven't came out yet (laughs) and then mostly producing for myself um that was my main thing why I wanted to learn is just to use it as a tool Mm -hmm. to be creative uh, so yeah, I guess um, I was curious how long you have been like singing and playing guitar and everything. Um, so I've been singing my whole life. Um, I've been playing guitar for about four, four years, four or five years. Okay, and um, do do you end up playing like because a lot of your music does have like it isn't just like guitar and vocals you have like kind of bits of like keys and drums and stuff like that too is that stuff that you're playing also on some yeah. of it or yeah so my first album I produced everything um wrote all the music and played all the instruments on and mixed everything and I really didn't know anything about mixing or audio until I entered the program and yeah so that album was before I started learning about audio um but yeah it was all done by myself <laughs> no that's really cool because i i think the first song of yours i had heard was hypothetical which was the single oh, you put okay. out last year and i saw that duncan burnett did some yeah. production on that yeah, hypothetical is um guitar that's me vocals is me and duncan barnett went and put some percussion on it yeah so no, that was cool. a really cool collab no yeah and but it, it is cool to know that the whole first album, which was called a uh, bad intention, bad intuition, <laughs> bad, bad intuition. intuition. Sorry. <laughs> um, no, it is cool to know that that was like really all you because like, I wasn't sure if like you had worked to someone else on that, but like it, it like after hearing hypothetical first, I'm like, Oh, does Duncan just kind of running with the, mm-hmm. the sound that you had already kind of crafted beforehand and kind of just, Worked yeah, on it and refined it a little bit. It was a pure collab, and yeah. Yeah, yeah. it was just, a fir- honestly, it was kind of a first-time collab because before that I hadn't really um, 
worked with anybody really. And mm. so it was kind of an experiment. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. What was the kind of the, the process of like figuring out the sound for the first album though? Like how, how you wanted like these kind of like acoustic guitar loops and all these, like how you wanted the production and everything, like what kind of inspired some of that or like what was the process of finding that sound that you wanted there? Um, I was really just experimenting with it and trying to get it to sound um, the least cheesy I could <laughs> with what I had mm. because I was using, I didn't have any plugins. I was just using Logic and MIDI keyboard and um, an acoustic guitar. And so I was like, okay, what can I use that sounds the least cheesy? And then put it all together. <laughs> and so I kind of got this, a lot of people will say like, Bad Intuition sounds like a 90s kind of vibe. And so that's kind of how I got that is by using like the kind of 90s thing and crafting that. Like, okay, I can go with that vibe. Mm. What, like, is it, is the, some of the production on that, you know, besides from the guitar, is some of that like electronic instruments and stuff? Or did you kind of end up using like, did you find like a, like, yeah, what, what was the rest of the instrumentation like on the album? Um, so I, for the most part, it was a MIDI keyboard. Mm. Like I would use yeah. my keyboard to lay piano and then I would go back and put like sound effects like strings, um, pads, and then I would add my guitar. And then sometimes I'll just put like an octave um, effect on my guitar for bass or I'll use keys and then I'll do drums. Um, sometimes I'll snap and then compress it or do something else to change the sound to create something else. Mm. Okay, and I kind of meant to ask before we got into album stuff, like you said you've been singing like your whole life. So like what, like what were like those f first mo moments? Like, was it like you're like doing it with your family or like, or did you have like friends growing up that kind of pushed you to be singing more? And um, So my family is really musical. And so we would sing Disney songs in the car um any musical you can think of any kids disney cartoon not kids because disney is for everybody <laughs> but any cartoon you can think of that had a song we were singing that like um yeah and then singing in church um singing a lot of music and choir musical theater and then i sang in a acapella vocal jazz group um for a little bit and yeah started writing my own music oh yeah and I think it is cool that you have like these kind of early musical influences and like just stuff you enjoyed growing up that you have like kind of embraced to an extent because like a lot of like maybe like a lot of rock musicians or like rappers and stuff would be like, Oh man, I, I went to church as a kid. I hated that music. Like <laughs> Disney, it's dumb kids music. Like I don't want to do anything like that, but I think probably like that that'll pop up in like the melodies and stuff that you're working on and you get to yeah. use it in like a cool way. Of course. Yeah, definitely. What, what were like some of the, like the theater, like the musical theater stuff that you were into and like working on at, that you mentioned? Um, so I've performed musicals like um, Dreamgirls. I performed in Dreamgirls, uh, Once on This Island, um, 
The Heights, Washington Heights. It's a really cool musical, and all the music is really good. Um, I've done a lot of musical theater stuff. Mm. Is that something you continue to do? or? Um, It's something I am always open to mm. because like, I had so much fun doing it and just meeting people and getting to play with these characters and like, okay, now I can be this person, now I can act like this, which you can't really do that in daily life mm. without being looked at as a weirdo, which I mean... Every now and then I'll do it, but yeah. <laughs> what, was that all stuff you were doing like during school or is that kind of independent um, like theater stuff? Or? So that was mostly during school I was doing that. Mm. And then I started writing more and then I kind of jumped into performing, 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 mm. performing. So yeah. It's kind of been the main outlet over the last few years. Yeah. Yep. What what was that vocal um, group like that you mentioned too? Like it was like a vocal jazz thing. Yeah, or? so that was um, at KCKCC. I performed in the vocal jazz group, and it was just eye opening because we would have to sit there and harmonize with each other and all have the same vowels. And just when you harmonize with someone, there's like a connection that you have to have, like. Just it was like a little family basically, <laughs> and um, it really helped me grow a lot um, as an artist, especially when you listen listen to some of my music off my first album, which is around the same time I was in that group. Um, there's a lot of harmonies and stuff like that, and so I definitely draw on that. Mm-hmm. And did you have like kind of any formal training in like kind of music, like? performance and writing and stuff like in school or anything or did it all kind of start with like just your formal like informal stuff or in in the theater stuff um I had um writing I didn't really have any um anyone guiding me for writing my own music but I was just really active in school choir like I lived in the choir room and I lived in the band room um in high school I sang in choir and I played in jazz band and I played in marching band and I was just like theater kid and <laughs> marching band kid oh, yeah. yeah just taking any yeah. chance you got to yeah what 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 instrument were you doing in like the school band and stuff so I played clarinet oh, yeah. so I was squidward for a little bit <laughs> And uh, <laughs> and then um, I played piano in jazz band. So it was really fun. And yeah, times like that, like you don't appreciate it as much whenever you're doing it. Mm-hmm. But then when you look back like, oh, wow, that really helped me grow and develop into what I am right now. You really do appreciate it. Oh, uh, yeah. I think there's the, the stress of any like high school day can kind of like distract you from like really kind of enjoying and embracing some of the more creative stuff you get to do then probably yeah definitely and um have have you figured out any way to incorporate the uh clarinet or anything like that into your work did did you end up like because clarinet goes into saxophone at some point i stopped playing clarinet after high school i stopped Mm. playing clarinet (laughs) (laughs) just gotta lock that away Maybe at some point we'll yeah. hear some of that. <laughs> but, um, no, yeah, and I was also kind of curious, like, where you drew inspiration from, like, with the amount of harmonies that you incorporate into 
your music because like you know seems like every other song there's like some really crazy harmony work going into it and it is like all you with like multiple tracks right Mm -hmm. um so my process whenever i'm recording is i just keep hitting record and then keep getting takes and this is also a part of why it takes me so long to finish a song Mm. Like, I'll just keep adding layers and keep adding layers. And then even if it's a cough, but it sounds cool and it's on a certain rhythm, I'll keep that. And so that's my process whenever I'm recording harmonies. Um, My inspirations when it comes to where I kind of drew from for that um, would be D'Angelo, because a lot of his music is just rich in harmony. And sometimes you can't even tell what is the main, like what the main vocal is. Yeah. Like, you just hear, like, a choir kind of. <laughs> yeah, it's just like a whole sea of yeah. D'Angelo yeah. happening. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and get it. He's, he's just a great performer, too, like, in any aspect. Yeah. So, it, what like, what were some of, like, so, you know, your, your sound kind of ends up somewhere between, like, R&B and soul and that kind of thing. So, what what are some of, like, your main kind of, like, you know, just favorite artists of those genres or, like, anyone that you've kind of drawn inspiration from at some point? Um, I would definitely say D'Angelo hmm. um, has a huge impact on me, my sound, and just my development, even if it's not, like, you can't, even if you can't hear D'Angelo in my music, um, I would say just my development and... Lauren Hill is a big one. Indie I listened to a lot of that growing up. Um, music Soul Child. Uh, anything that's Neo Soul mm. has a really deep impact on me. Mm. No, and I'm sure, like, maybe, like, I don't know. I think it, it is a cool thing with your music because, like, it does have, like, kind of the, the bedroom musician quality to it because you are like you're playing everything on your songs and it has like these multiple track vocals and it it is really pretty but it also yeah has these kind of like kind of more I don't know kind of hearty qualities of like a lot of the big like kind of 90s artists so I, I can see like someone who's like 20 but also someone who's like 35 or 40 <laughs> like being really into like some of your stuff I don't know yeah no i yeah, I get what you're saying. Mm. Yep. But, um, oh yeah, I wanted to talk a little bit also about some of the themes on um, Bad Intuition. Mm-hmm. Because, I don't know, it is like a lot of like love and heartbreak and that kind of thing to an extent. But, um, I don't know, but, but you do choose to end it with uh, the song Happy Ending, yeah. which is like kind of a redeeming, like, there's good and bad to everything, mm-hmm. like, type of song. So, like, what what made you want to, like, end things on a positive note and, like, kind of tie everything in like that? Um, seeing as I started off the album with Bad Intro, which was, like, complete contrast, I just kind of wanted to end it in an elevated mood. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, would would you say that, like, kind of the the yin yang thing like is it kind of a continued like thing that you feel or like 
was that kind of more of a picture of where you were like when you were writing it? Um, it's definitely a picture of where I was when I was writing it. Sorry. Mm. <laughs> but um, it's also a reoccurring theme in my life and just in life in general, um, the ups and downs and being able to understand that so that you can balance yourself out and not just within music, but in mental health or anything that you can grow in, you know, throughout this lifetime. It's just ups and downs like entrepreneurship or just being an artist or having your, you know, having your own business or um, being a creative and experimentation, you know, just understanding that, okay, I'm a pie, but let me appreciate this moment, you know, whether it's slow or high. Oh, yeah, and I think that is, like, um, and there's also, like, this very, like, kind of introspective quality to the music, too, and I think that's, like, you know, I'm sure there's, like, I think th- there's too there's too many people who are a little too worried about, you know, like, appearances and whatever, so just to, to have, like, this album that's kind of a product of, like, kind of this, yeah, just introvertedness and kind of <laughs> introspection and stuff is like kind of a cool thing to look at as a whole but yeah, yeah. and I also kind of noticed on the album there is like I think the rain is something that kind of like there is the song rain but there's also like one or two moments like on there's on the last song but maybe once before that too there is like the sound of rain that mm-hmm gets played on there I was wondering like what importance that had um just dramatic I was being dramatic honestly Mm. (laughs) um to be honest a lot of the things I do are just um theatrical um I feel like that's a part of me being a person who was in theater is like even like some of the chords in the music that I'm releasing soon, you'll notice like just like the quality of the chords are really either really dissonant to draw emotion or um, just juicing everything I can that I have a creative handle on to get people to feel emotion. Like that's my way of being theatrical. And so with Rain, I figured, oh, if I put a Rain track in the beginning, maybe it'll kind of set the mood for what I'm about to sing about. Mm. Oh, yeah, and I think it does kind of add that theatrical quality to it. And yeah. Like, is, is there anything, like, on, the, on, on your newer work that kind of compares to that? Like, are there any other, like, kind of mood-setting moments that you can really think of? Um, no. Um, I would... I don't want to say too much because (laughs) I just wanted to like be there and then, yeah, I would say it's more just happening. Like it's just more in your face, like, okay, this is the mood. Mm. Here we go. Let's go. Okay. And so the latest song that you put out, um, back in October, I think was uh, called friend. Mm -hmm. That was your latest single. Uh, yeah, I guess just tell me as much about that one as you can. Um, what would you like to know about it? I don't know, just kind of the, like, the writing process and the production and just kind of where the inspiration comes from. Yeah, so I was sitting in my 
living room and I was strumming my guitar and I came up with like the bass line for it and words came to my mind for it and I recorded it on my phone and then later on I went to the studio and recorded it and mixed it and yeah and then added all the different elements of production for it and so when I was writing it it just came really really natural like I wrote it um I think might have taken me like two or three hours because I recorded it on my phone like with a video <laughs> because I hate using voice memos sometimes I'll just do a video and so I recorded it on my phone with the video and I have like two takes and so I think the second one is what I used and I wasn't really writing it from um an experience at the moment but then later on I felt like I I could relate to it mm. and so that's what really made it real um and the song isn't about one specific thing. It's just about, um, I don't know, overall it's about recognition of self, self-worth, like knowing what you're worth. Um, it's about have people who have friendships that might not be equal on both sides. Um, it's about balancing that out. Um, it's about karma. <laughs> um, and it's also about... Um, being kind enough to let that slide sometimes because you're the person that's supposed to touch their heart to help them be better, maybe. So um, it's about a lot of things. Because <laughs> there's one lyric, there's a lyric in there that's like, um, um, it's like, truthfully, honestly, you should know that I'm the one who sticks around when the going gets tough. When you're up against the wall, don't know who to call on, and that to me, it's it's like um, you're saying you're that person that's always there. You're not rubbing it in their face, but you're telling them, oh, I'm that person that's usually there for you. And then it goes on to say how that person did them wrong or has this tone undertone of, oh, then this person did me dirty. But at the at the end, you're like, I'm going to keep it grounded, keep it moving and try to be kind. And then there's like this little background vocals that that's like be kind to get by. But that's like the little shady part. Of, you know, like everybody has this little voice in their head that's telling them to do the bad thing. Like, okay, I'm going to be kind to get by, but I'm going to get you back later. <laughs> so that's like the other voice um, in the background in my head, kind of. Um, but at the same time, that voice is saying, get kind, be kind to get by because you're being kind to get by to survive, you're keeping your karma good. You're doing what you're supposed to be doing. Mm. You're being kind for your own benefit. So, yeah. So ho- hopefully, it inspires yeah. a little, um, <laughs> a little. I hope I, I explained know. that right. No, yeah. Did I? I mean, I guess I did because it's my art. I can explain it however I exactly. want to. <laughs> yeah. So hopefully, it inspires uh, some some goodwill in um, s- some friendships out there at some point. Yeah. <laughs> That, but there, yeah, but there will be maybe that that voice that wants you to do the the petty thing or whatever. Be, be a kind, be a jerk about it. Yeah, oh, <laughs> yeah. Sometimes you just gotta, you know, you know, grin and grin and bear it. Grin and bear it. <laughs> but um, yeah, so you you released your last album in 2016. Is that right? I think so. Mm. 
So, no, yeah, and you mentioned, like, it does take you a bit to, like, kind of put all of your songs together. Like, what, what do you think has changed the most in, like, your writing and maybe even just, like, your life since you put out the last album? Um, I would say it doesn't really take me a long time to write. I can write really, really fast. And mm. even sometimes when I perform, there's a song called Pizza Toppings on my SoundCloud where I'm just, like, freestyling a song with the audience and they give me, like, random words and I make up a song. And so writing is not really an issue for me. Um, I feel like mostly I just kind of wanted to just, like, live my life to have experiences mm-hmm. like I don't know I was just like living my life and developing my craft um to become a better guitarist or a better um better writer or you know mm-hmm. so um I'm sorry what was your question again? oh yeah like just kind of what like what what's changed or like how have you grown in like your your songwriting and your production and everything since you released the last album um, I've definitely grown a lot with my playing as a guitarist, um, and my approach to writing hmm. has changed. Oh yeah, and I think I don't know, like I I kind of understand it to a certain extent when like someone's like a huge, like famous artist, and like they are be- kind of starting to get into like kind of album cycles and stuff. But yeah, like I think a lot of younger people do like for like not much reason like rush to put out as much music as they can and like without like really taking time to like try to hone their their craft and grow so I think yeah people like if if there's like some local artist with like 20 comments like oh you need to drop this song you need to we need a new mixtape or whatever like I think that can be kind of like silly and pointless sometimes so yeah it's nice to see People take their time, <laughs> at least in the beginning. Um, but yeah, you, you you do a bit of uh, visual art also, right? You do yeah. some like painting and stuff? Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> yeah. How long have you been painting? Um, I've been doing that since 2015. Hmm. Um, I've been painting. I'm, I don't really have a giant collection of art, so I'm not really pushing it as a thing yet, but... Definitely in the future, it'd be cool. Hmm. What, what made you want to pick it up? Um, just for fun. <laughs> oh, yeah. that's, that's, kind that's, of, that's, that's as good a reason as any. That's kind so, of the reason yeah. why I do anything, you know, hmm. anything <laughs> is for fun um, or enjoyment or mental health. Do, do you see yourself incorporating like your painting or anything like that into your like kind of musical act at some point? Like, just, yeah. like doing the art for... Yeah. Your songs and stuff? Definitely. So my next project is called Love Art Growth. And it's kind of an incorporation of everything that I have been experiencing and um, just all the different ways I've been expressing myself. Mm. Oh, yeah. What, what what else can you say about the, the next album? Or, um. Like... <laughs> like it's, it's not it's not like complete yet you're not like kind um of yeah I don't I don't really want to start promotion on it because mm. I like to I like to feel free whenever I'm doing something um so yeah <laughs> oh yeah and uh, what else do I have here okay and you do, do you like 
your your Instagram bio says says Texas, Austin, Texas too. Do you like do you go down to perform sometimes or do you stay there sometimes? Yeah. Or? Yeah. Austin is a really cool place. I love it there. I love it. So you just kinda pop down yeah. as much as you can. And yeah, I'm actually going there for South by Southwest oh, nice. um next week. What what do you have planned down there? Um, so I'm playing at Midcoast Takeover. Oh nice. Yeah, Midwest Music Foundation is doing Midcoast Takeover, so I'm really excited about that, and I'm hyped that I even get to, you know, be a part of that. And then I'm doing a day party, and that'll be the 14th. Um, so if you're in Austin, Sahara Lounge is where it'll be, is where it will be. Mm-hmm. Yo, yo. <laughs> and then... Um, I'm doing some stuff during South by Southwest. I'm working for South by Southwest, nice. and that'll be exciting. What, what are you What are you working on there? Um, so I'm like helping run sound oh, for nice. one of the shows. So, yeah, and then I'm going to like network and stuff like that, and just be a part of it because mm. I've never actually attended the festival to you know soak up information and stuff like that. So, yeah, no, that's I, th- I think that's a good way of like going to a festival because like you know i think some people will book like one showcase slot and go down just for that and i'm like that's that's fine and fun and everything but like to go down for like one like 20 minute set or something you're like it i think it'll probably be nice to have like the sound work and all the other stuff you're doing while you're down there too in addition to the like the two sets you're playing yeah yeah Mm -hmm. awesome oh and um i guess if anyone is listening the day this comes out. This will be out Friday, but and you're playing Revolution Records tonight with um, Cowgirl Jordy and Josiah Hamilton. So that'll be a fun show. That starts, um, doors open at 8, but you're welcome to come hang out before that and shop and everything. But, yeah, is there anything else that people should know about or look out for? Um, come to the show. Oh, yeah. And, yeah, where can people find your music? Oh, you can find my music on Spotify, Apple Music, um, any streaming outlet, search Ivy Roots, um, Instagram, Twitter, all that, at Ivy Roots Music. Awesome. And uh, people can follow at Shuttlecock Mag on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Uh, You can visit shuttlecockmusic.com for all the articles and everything. And there's shuttlecockmag.bigcartel.com for t-shirts, photozines, and buttons that we have for that you can order. And look out um, on the website and the Facebook page for all of the shows we're hosting coming up. Oh, yes, you can get one of the, the buttons that Ivy is graciously modeling here. Little if button. you're watching the video, if you're yeah. listening, sorry, there's a cool button that you can't see. Uh, but, yeah, I appreciate you being on the show today. I appreciate you.